Hey, Grandpa Millennial here. Just, uh, had a couple of things in my mind that I wanted to mention here before I forgot them. So that I could just go on my day without trying to, like, remind myself over and over what I meant to say. Um... The ESPN thing, like, can we just please stop having the conversation about who the greatest of all time is at their respective sport? Like, is that, I feel like that must be clickbait or something, because do people really fucking care about this shit? The only way a conversation like that would ever be interesting to me is if it was, like, among the greatest of all times at their perspective sports, discussing it. Because I feel like anybody who's ever been an athlete knows that, like, even the most, even the most mediocre even the most mediocre pro athlete is like ten times better than any average athlete could ever be. So anyway, I just thought that was an important concept. Um, besides, I I know the answers to all these already. So just ask me. You know? You got my number? Call me. Email me. Um, can I just talk for a second about what I would like to see from Democrats? Um, specifically like elected officials that are that identify as Democrats. Number one, tune out Republican noise. Just tune it out. We don't have to pretend like every retarded Trump tweet is like worth commenting over. Just and that goes for you too, media. Stop asking them. Um, and like, get all, get universally on the same page. Like, the Republicans are. It, like, they're all sinking in the this, this same ship. And they don't care. Like, I wish every Democratic elected official would stay on board instead of, like, trying to get off, to stink off on a lifeboat by, like, dodging the defund the police bullshit. And, like, can we please, like, be the, can the white Democrats in Congress, please be 
the loudest voices about the Black Lives Matter so that it doesn't have to be the minorities. Please. Like, and this is why. This is simply why. Because the white people that I know just call that the race card and move on with their day. They do not listen. They just say, oh, well, she's black. Now, who cares about what she thinks? Just a crazy, angry woman or, you know, angry black guy playing the race card. Oh, also, why, while I think of it, more evidence that there is a such thing of transracial people is like, look at Senator Tim Scott. Anyway, let's get back to the defund the police notion and like the three words that it actually means. Like, or do we even have to go down that road? Hello everybody, Grandpa Millennial here. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a chance to do your homework last night. Um, and you know, like any good person, I would never ask you to do something that I wouldn't ask of myself. So I also and, um, if you skip the assignment, um, we'll get into that in a second. If you read it or if you've already read it in the past, you can probably, or as you were reading it, you could probably see where I was going with, you know, my whole notion of defunding the So, yeah, I mean, for those that don't know and didn't do the homework, it's basically Dwight Eisenhower on his way out of office, presidential office. Because remember, he was a five-star general during World War II. And then, after the success of World War II, he was elected president of the United States. Right before JFK. He was the president before JFK. So on his way out, before JFK came in, uh, Eisenhower gave his like, speech warning America. Basically, this is the gist. We've never had like a, a ready-to-go military that could like pulverize the world in an instant in the past. But we need to have one now. You know, atomic energy and shit. Everybody can see why at the time that made sense. But he also warned us that with this massive 
um, lever that can be pulled. We also have to be very responsible citizens and knowledgeable about who's in charge of what. And, you know, I mean, if it's not obvious to you, based on what you've seen over the last two weeks on the news, you know, and I'm talking about, like, tanks in the streets. First of all, how many police... I read there's 18,000 police departments in the United States. Okay, fine, you know, the United States is big. A lot of people. But how many fucking tanks does our police department need? Okay, and if the answer is like more than one apiece, then why do we need the military? Or like, why can't when the police need a tank, they just like, you know, truck it in from the closest military base with a tank. Because that shit's all over the country, too. So, I don't know. It's just like, are we, are we like, are we spending our resources smartly and getting the biggest, I don't want to say bang for our buck, but like, ROI, return on investment, you know? And the only reason I didn't want to say for my buck was because when you say bang f- in relation to the military they, you know sometimes that's the only word that the people in power in charge of the military hear and that was basically another part of the Eisenhower speech so like I guess who I'm talking to is like white people who are afraid of the phrase defund the police and are twisting that with like, well, I need a police department because like what if a bad guy shows up? Yeah, yeah. That's not going away. Nobody wants to get rid of that. What we are suggesting is there is a better way to allocate our massive, massive amount of resources instead of just wasting it all and lining the pockets of all these, you know, military contractors and police unions and politicians and all, all this corruption in between, like... That, let's face it, no black people are benefiting from. Maybe Ben Carson, you know, but like Colin Powell, like what the fuck? Like, that's all we are saying. Or at least, like I said, I haven't really watched any news. Since Joe Biden made my head explode two days ago. <clears throat> but like, what I, would, what I would encourage anybody that's nervous about D 
defund the police. Like, what I would encourage you to do is listen to the black people. Listen to what black activists are saying about the issue. Because they know, they know this shit like the back of their hand. Unfortunately. Because, probably because each one of them can name 20 people that are either dead or locked up because of one systemic injustice or another. And, like, that's just the truth of it. Like, these are the types of things that white people have to start saying and acknowledging and stop, like, waiting for black people to say it because... People like Trump don't listen to black people. They just don't. Like, unless that black person is like, you know, adoring them. Like, they just, if the the black person is telling them something that they don't agree with or want to hear or makes them feel uncomfortable, they just turn it out. Their eyes will glaze over, and they just think, like, look at this black guy playing the race card. Like, woe is me. Like, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. And to that, I would say exactly what the philosopher Eminem said. Fuck you and your Republican views ourselves up by our bootstraps, where the fuck are the boots? Fine, we will, but before that, the, the main, the first person that came to my mind, as far as like, holding the baton for the black people, in Congress is Tim Ryan, because... Tim Ryan put, in my mind, he put himself on the map when he went off on the floor about, the, you know, before the protest about the COVID, the lack of Republican action to COVID. So I was, well, like, what I'm saying is I would like to see, I mean, you can call it anger, you could call it passion, I mean. Sometimes you gotta scream at people to get their attention. And that's okay. Like, sure, not when you're Nancy Pelosi. You know, no lady that old should be screaming like that in the first place. Or, I mean, no human being, but... I mean, I'm not saying ladies shouldn't talk. That's not what I'm getting at. It's like I'm saying somebody that's the Speaker of the House. That, like, Trump is just salivating over to, like, wait to, like, wait for her to say the wrong thing so he can, like, you know, take shots at her and shit. Because, you know, all he does is watch TV all day and then see how they talk about him on TV. 
And then he, like, goes according to that. And whatever the age that bring him a polling number stone. So, yeah, like, stop me. Like, when Cory Booker, like, yelled it to Donald Trump, like, like, if you're going to tear gas somebody, start right here with me, like, that shit gave me chills. But then I thought about it, and I was like, why does it have to be the one black Democratic senator that says that? Because I felt like I was saying the same thing 10 minutes before Cory Booker was saying it on TV, or at least I saw it. But you hear crickets from, like, Tim Kaine, you know? Maybe that's why he didn't win Hillary Maybe Cory Booker should have been your vice presidential candidate. My point is, Democrats need to stop being afraid to be on the right side of history. Like, cut it out. Stop trying to be in the middle. Like, there is no more middle. Like, if you think, like, Joe Biden... And then there's Trump, and then there's space right in the middle. And you want to find that sweet spot. Like, you're looking in the wrong place. Like, look on TV at the protests. That's the space you need to tap into right now. That would be my advice. Then again, what do I know? I only have the answer to everything. You just got to ask. Also, if you happen to, like, if you're like Nick, you are, like, the most expert. It's almost like you're reaching inside to my brain and pulling out my thoughts and saying them out loud. Where do you get this from? Here's who I get it from, okay? Like... 50 different people from, like, who, these are some of my favorite people. All right, my favorite, like, people that, like, report the news are, like, Rachel Maddow, because she's just going to give it to you straight, like, like a Winston Churchill would, like, um, your feelings be damned, <laughs> This is what's real. And Ari Melber, because he quotes hip-hop lyrics, and I myself personally, I love hip-hop, just like Ari. So, like, nine times out of ten when he does that, I, I know the lyric he's referring to, or the song, or, like, the outside context. And so... I, that always, like, um, warms my heart. I appreciate that from you, Ari. Um, who else do I like on the news? Like, I mean, Chris Cuomo, when he talks to Andrew Cuomo, that's great. Because it reminds me of just, like, the way me and my friends just, like, 
you know, my friends that I would consider my brothers and or my brothers, like when we just talk shit to each other, like that's how we talk to each other. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, just like YouTube Cuomo Q tip. That's all I'll say about that. Um Bill Maher, number one. Real time with Bill Maher HBO show, like that's where you're gonna get one hour of truth with like um no um filter because it's HBO. Um, no commercials, shit like that. I mean, sure he's gonna have like um politicians on there that aren't gonna like curse and stuff, you know, because they still filter themselves because they know they know they're being viewed as like politicians. Like like Gavin Newsom or something like that. Um if you don't know who Gavin Newsom is, um, shame on you. He's the governor of California, the seventh largest economy in the world. Maybe six, maybe eight. I don't know, but it's something like that. If that's the detail you're going to take away from that, shame on you, too. But, like, the point is, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, like, Eric Swalwell, like, fucking get angry, please. Like, more of, like, what Tim Ryan gave us for COVID, um, and I mean, like, gave us COVID. I mean, like, the passion he showed us against Republicans as it pertains to their response to COVID. And I have to, if I have to clarify that for you, shame on you too, but, you know, well, I walk a tightrope these days, can't fall too far left or too far right, or else, you know, we find ourselves falling to oblivion. But anyway, that's all I'll say about that. God bless America. God bless the protesters, the peaceful protesters. I mean, I don't see any evidence of protesters who aren't being peaceful. What I do see evidence of is Nazis not being peaceful, anarchists not being peaceful. I guess I sort of lump the two together. If you don't, shame on you. Um, but I see peaceful protesters and God bless them. Also, Black Lives Matter. Justice for George Floyd. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for Ahmaud Arbery. Justice for all Americans. Silence is violence. 